M. Laura. Hang on, I have to flush the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Laura. And I'm Emily. Welcome to Slowing Down with the Simonians, the other Armenian sisters. Join us weekly for trending topics, deep discussions, unfiltered sister talk, and janky life hacks. Always with a splash of humor. That was good. Yeah. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Slowing Down with the Simonians. My name's Laura, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Emily. Hello. Every once in a while, our number one, Melissa, joins. We are three sisters originally from Southern California. Today is your first time joining us. We're so glad you're here, and hopefully you enjoy our sister banter, deep discussions, and sometimes janky life hacks. So, Em, why don't we start off today with some life updates, because I know you have some big, exciting news. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a four and a half pound life update, and it's not just the weight that I gained in the last three days. (laughs) Uh, A week ago, my bank account gave birth to a beautiful Cocker Spaniel Poodle mix, a cockapoo named Pepper. And so we now have a little puppy. She is 10 weeks old, and she's beautiful. She's sitting on my lap right now. She's just a ball of fluff. We, Jake and I got her from a farm in Pennsylvania and uh, it was actually um, an Amish farm. So it was really cool to go up there and just see kind of a different way of life and see how she was raised on a farm and all the other animals. And we're just elated. I've been waiting for a puppy for so long and I'm so happy. So just um, just a warning for today. She might be making some background noise, and but she's settling down right now. A minute ago, she was growling at me, and she bit into my arm. Um, started recording. Emily was scolding her in, like, a witch tone. <laughs> <laughs> That's just my average tone. Witch. <laughs> oh, I have so many thoughts. First of all, other than the witch tone right before we recorded, it was like, don't bite me hi I'm Emily (laughs) well she needs to know she needs to understand the difference in my tone quality that something is wrong you cannot just sink into my forearm with those raptor teeth way to set the bar so pepper spray simonian satiriatus yeah just kidding that's not her middle name welcome pepper I can't wait to meet you um, I think her real middle name is, it's Anne, right? Pepper, Pepper Anne. Pepper Anne. <laughs> <laughs> no, her middle name is Bunny. Pepper, Everybody Bunny, in your life is Bunny. Yeah, everybody's a bunny. You know that. I do know that. And actually, I, um, you got her from an Amish farm. And that reminded me of an Amish story I had. I, basically, I just have a tip. If you ever see an Amish, don't stick your iPhone in their face and take a picture of them. 
and run after them down the street. Why? Did they get mad at you? I mean, that would kind of be rude even to a, you know, regular person on the sidewalk. So the man that I did that to wasn't very happy. Let's just say that. Did he say something to you? No, but he was very disgruntled. And I was with my husband's aunt and she was dying laughing, but told me later, yeah, that's kind of not, (laughs) there's a certain etiquette, you know? So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Thank you for that um, tip. Cause that's going to come in handy for our listeners. That's why we have that. That's why we're on the air guys. Just providing those tips life that we you, you need. Amish life hacks. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to move along and also announce to our number one, Melissa, that for every episode she decides to miss of her very own podcast, we're going to air one dirty secret about her at the end of every episode. Did we decide what secret we want to air today? I can think of many, but we didn't decide. Maybe we'll just have to each share one small tidbit. Okay. So be thinking. Yeah, I will. (laughs) Well, today we are talking about parenting. And Emily has experienced parenting her puppy now. And I have two small toddlers. So together, we think we can come up with a couple of janky hacks for you. I, I think that for me, when I think parenting, I don't, obviously I'm no guru. I still feel like a new mom or as M like to call me teen mom. Just kidding. (laughs) I did call you that. She felt like, because I'm her younger sister, she, when I had my first baby, she said, it feels like you're a teen mom and someone left us alone with this baby and we don't know what to do. Yeah. I was so nervous when, because mom was there when she was born and then right. mom stayed for a week and then mom left and it was just the two of us. Never mind, Jason. <laughs> right. Jason doesn't count. Well, he had no, already but, gone back to work. Yeah. He was somewhere and it was just the two of us. <laughs> and I just felt like, Oh my just God, like what? Us. Mom's not here. And we're just alone with this infant. What are On we going to do? Yeah. We were we both don't know in Hawaii do. at the time. Who trusted us with this infant? (laughs) So I do think of my mind tends to go to new baby etiquette because I think if you don't have kids or even if you do, everybody kind of has a different idea of what they want to do when a new baby is born or what they want to have done when they're the ones having the baby. And I don't know. I thought maybe we could just start there, Em. Yeah. And I want to interject just so that our listeners know what to expect um, in a little more detail, I guess, because it sounds like what you're saying, Laura, is that you have some thoughts about specifically new parenting or supporting uh, somebody that has recently become a parent. And so if you are listening and you are not a parent, don't turn us off yet because I myself am not a biological parent. Um, I am soon to be officially a stepmom. I have two stepsons that are five and seven. And so I have some input about, um, I guess, supporting people around you that are having kids or if you do not have children, um, what it feels like. Sometimes it's kind of an identity crisis. Um, so I guess I, my piece of this is that I'd like to talk a little bit about identity. Um, and transitioning into that. And of course, 
you know, I'm a dog mom now and I'm really feeling the strain. I, I'm very tired at the moment. I'm exhausted because she uh, is keeping us up in the night barking. She turns into a raptor at night. So she, she just uh, has a little bit of attitude around 11 p.m. And then at 1 a.m. And then at 3 a.m. And then at 5 a.m. And then we get up at 6.15. But I digress. Let's wow. launch into it, Laura. You really are like a new nursing mother. Yeah, and I had to take a power nap at 3 p.m. Well, that actually brings me to my first major tip for anyone who has maybe just had a baby that you know, a friend or a family member. My number one tip is do not go over to their house and take a nap. Oh, slam. <laughs> Emily, you did always that to me. want to bring that up and I'm <laughs> going to get mad at you. Oh, it's just so funny. I But you know what, Laura? No, it actually really ruffles my feathers because you forget to mention the part about what happened before I took the nap. <laughs> I was at the dentist and Emily left work early. This was when we were both living on Oahu. She left work early and drove across the island to sit with my baby while I was in the dentist's office. And my baby was colicky and she screamed the entire time. I could hear her as they were like drilling in my mouth, screaming outside of the doctor's office. (laughs) Yeah, it was high stress for me. Um, And I'm sure it was for you too. But I love how you like to throw me under the bus and make it sound like I'm a princess that came over and was just napping while you were in the throes of like taking care of an infant. When actually, Laura, I was doing you a favor and I left my soul sucking job tired to come across the island and do you a favor. And your baby screamed bloody murder in my face for 40 minutes. And then, yes, I passed out. The thing is, I was still a sleep deprived mom who was dealing with said screaming baby 24 seven. So then I drove to get Jason from work and with the screaming baby in the backseat after the dentist and you had already driven yourself to our house and let yourself in and you fell asleep in the spare bedroom like Goldilocks so we came home like where's M her car is here but she's not she's nowhere to be found and there you were passed out asleep on the spare bed and I actually just came across the photo of it did you entrust me with a key to get into your home yeah you definitely had a key because you were also taking care of our dog but you are a good sister. Thanks for putting up with my screaming baby mm-hmm. for an hour and then falling asleep. <laughs> well, I wasn't used to it. It was a major disruption to my day. Right. I'm so sorry that I disrupted your day like that. <laughs> um, okay. Back to more tips. Um, so new baby etiquette. I don't know. W- talking amongst some of my other mom friends, we've sort of come to the conclusion that a lot of times if you are going to go over and meet a new baby and help out the mom, it's more helpful if you don't just hold the baby the whole time, unless the mom wants to take a shower or take a nap and she specifically asks you to. I mean, those newborn days of just snuggling a little tiny baby are so quick that it's almost more helpful if you're going to do the dishes or cook a meal or do the laundry or help tidy up. Instead of saying, oh, I'll help you and come sit here and hold your baby for you so that you can clean. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, good point. I remember asking you 
what you needed from me, um, pretty specifically. When you first had Evie, I had no idea what to do. And I was your only family on the island, obviously. And uh, I was like, you need to just tell me point blank what you need from me very directly because I have no idea what to do. Do you want me to go to the grocery store? Am I supposed to, like, come over and hold her? Right. <laughs> yeah. And that was helpful. So, I actually think I remember asking you to organize my vitamin cabinet. <laughs> yeah, and I loved that. You know. you know, I love a good organization project. Priorities. I don't know where my mind was. I think you yeah, just kept asking and I was like, okay, fine. Like, here's a task. Organize yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. And that is totally in my wheelhouse more right. than taking care of a baby. Ask me to clean your house or organize or like make labels or some kind of system and I will do it and I will do it well. But um, ask me to hold your baby and I'll fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be too much. So this, obviously we're sisters and we're okay with saying, Hey, what do you want me to do? Or what am I supposed to do? I have no idea. And saying here, go fold my underwear. But if you're visiting a friend or someone had a new baby and you aren't at that relationship level with them and you're unsure what to do, I'm all about porch drop-offs. Like as simple as, Hey, what's your favorite drink at Starbucks and dropping it off on their porch and just texting them. Hey, I left something on your porch because Mm -hmm. You don't know if the baby's sleeping, if they're sleeping, if they're trying to shower, if they're not wearing pants because everything's still uncomfortable, if they're nursing around the clock, which they probably are, and putting on a bra and a t-shirt is sometimes just insurmountable, to be frank. So that sounds like my every day and I haven't even had a child. Well, COVID. (laughs) Not wearing pants or a bra and not being able to come to the door. That's just like every day. Right. The joys of working from home. But um, yeah, so I love porch drop-offs. If you want to take a meal, if you want to drop off snacks or whatever, a box of clothes or a gift for the baby, I wait until the new mom is ready and asking you, hey, come over for coffee, come meet the new baby, come, Mm -hmm. you know, do X, Y, or Z. Otherwise, I totally am for the the porch Mm drop-offs. And even supporting someone from farther away. Like two of my good friends that just recently had babies this past summer are thousands of miles away from me in New Mexico and in Israel. And so um, even like an Amazon package or just something like that, where you're thinking outside the box of like, okay, I want to be there for this friend, um, but I am not physically there. Right. Gift cards are awesome. Even like a restaurant gift card so that the new parents can call in and order takeout or whatever, if you aren't physically there to drop off a meal. Sure. And, and this is like common sense 101, but I I think that I would like to imagine that anyone that's listening to us knows how to support their friends, especially in the first few weeks of somebody just having a new baby, like sending texts and checking in and all that stuff. So even if they're not making a contribution like a Starbucks drink or an Amazon gift, I mean, it doesn't need to be a physical gift. It can just be that support of like, hey, you know, I don't know. And and this is support across the board. It's not even for new babies, but I don't know what you need right now, but I know you, you might just 
need support in some way and I'm, I'm here for you. If you, whatever, want to talk, want, need anything. I'm here. Right. right? Um, that actually reminds me, honestly, my biggest support after I had my first baby was my sister-in-law calling me every day and checking in and just saying, Hey, how are things going? How's the baby sleeping? How are you feeling? And we would chit chat for like 15 or 20 minutes, or sometimes I would miss her call, but she would leave me a super encouraging voice message. And I mean, that meant everything to me or even somebody I hadn't talked to in a while on Instagram would reach out and say, Hey, I know the new, you know, newborn days can be tough thinking of you just, yeah, something simple really goes a long way, but even going past just the newborn days, I feel like as a, as a friend who maybe doesn't have kids and you're, we're talking about a friend who is just entering motherhood. I feel like adjusting expectations is important. You might feel like your friend with a new baby is blowing you off. Um, and that's not the case. I know before I had kids, it was always like, man, I'm never going to make everything revolve around nap time. That's so, you know, whatever. And it's just so different when you're on the other side of it. Like I can speak from experience when I say new moms put all of their hope into nap time. So now I realize it's not ridiculous to plan around a nap because that's the only break that you're getting as a mom. So I would just say, you know, be accommodating, adjust your expectations. Don't take anything personally if they're, you know, not, not going out, declining your invitations, just keep inviting them so that they don't feel isolated and they'll come around once they kind of get into a a new groove. Speaking of having your day revolve around your baby's nap, my last week has revolved around my baby's going outside to try to go to the bathroom in the yard. And like (laughs) at any given moment, I'm always standing in the yard hovering over pepper, like watching to see if she's going to go to the bathroom and she's getting a little bit better, but that's just my little plug about being a dog mom. Yeah. You're basically potty training a toddler right now. I am. Yeah. (laughs) And she did pretty well today. Didn't you pep? She's a good girl. And then the second I was outside with her at six 15 in the morning in like my barely there sleep shorts, still with my eye mask, like above my eyes and smeared eyeliner I was standing in the yard and the neighbors saw me (laughs) and I was waiting desperately waiting for her to pee and she wouldn't do it and I knew the second I got inside and the second I turned away from her she was going to do it somewhere and she did she peed on the rug like a bad girl oh no but you know I'm just lucky that she's not a a vindictive pooper because you know that type of dog that like loves to do a revenge dump to when they're mad at you. And you know what? I have known cockapoos to do that. So hopefully she doesn't grow into that, but no. (laughs) Yeah. She's a pretty sweet little thing. But anyway, I just have my own way of relating to this because I'm a new dog mom. You are. And I'm petting her as I say it, which is why I have my dog voice. Your dog voice. Yeah, I'm, that's important. Too. Oh, that's dear. my dog voice. And now the whole world knows it. Now we need to put a picture of her on the Instagram. And then I'm going to put a picture of you sleeping in my spare bedroom. Okay. Well, Emma, do you have any final thoughts to kind of wrap up? 
before we start spilling all of Melissa's dirty secrets? Yeah, I wanted to talk about identity. Oh, right. Um, that identity shift when you transition into, I mean, this can be applied to any life transition, but for me, very specifically, and this, I'm very much um, kind of shifting the conversation here because I'm talking about now step parenting, which is a whole other animal. Um, right. And I would love to speak about that more at another time if people might be interested in hearing about that. But for me, and maybe you can say if, if this kind of hits the mark for you as well, Laura, but it was a huge identity crisis for me to transition into even part-time pseudo-parenthood where I wasn't even like the, the sole caretaker. I'm just in a home with two small children 50% of the time. And for me, that was like, whoa, who am I? What is life? I, I don't even know myself anymore. Plus, I mean, it, also in my defense, like everything that could have changed in life, like so many huge shifts and milestones were all happening at the same time with a move and moving in with a significant other and acquiring two small children. Um, so for me, there was just this feeling of like, almost losing myself. Yeah, totally. And I'm sure new parents feel that way. And there's a lot of happiness and love because it's such a, you know, a huge moment in life um, and a very happy one. And it was for me as well. Not the same, of course, not comparing the two in that way, but there also can maybe be a little bit of sadness. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think you're feeling a little bit of every emotional emotion across the board. Yeah. Um, it's intense. So it, you know, I'm like a year in now, right? What is this September? Yeah. So like a year and three months that, um, we've all been living together and I've known the boys longer than that now, almost three years. Well, no, two and a half. Right. Mm -hmm. I have to do math really quick and I'm not good at math. <laughs> and it's not even the numbers are small and I can't do it. Um, <laughs> so I think time has definitely helped with that. Um, I'm feeling more like myself. I mean, number one time, number two, finding support. So I'm actually part of I'm outing myself here. I'm part of a stepmom group. And I know you know that, Laura, but mm -hmm. I'm sure a lot of our listeners and some of my friends don't know that. Um, and that has been an immense help just to be with other women that are in similar, um, that have a similar lifestyle because it's so different and hearing their stories of like, yeah, it's such a huge change. And it, I, I've totally transitioned into step step family talk now, which I know is a different topic, but this is how I'm relating to it. So it's just happening. But um, yeah, giving it time, a lot of self-care, a lot of support, you know, that group that I'm part of, the stepmom group, we all, you know, ride up to our meetups on our brooms and then we, you know, <laughs> cackle. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the image that everybody gets thanks to right um, you guys meet like on a mountain in your cloaks 
yeah, we, we all have moles and we're like <laughs> chanting around a cauldron. Right. <laughs> um, thanks no, to the Grimm brothers fairy tales. It totally so makes sense. Like you are talking about a community and they say it takes a village and surrounding yourself with that support system is important no matter what you're going through. Mm-hmm. So other people who can say it's normal to feel like that and the struggles you're having are struggles we've all had. And it's the same across the board for a new mom or a new stepmom or a new adoptive parent or whatever it is, foster parents, dog parents, um, even non-parents, even aunts and uncles, I imagine. So, yeah, I feel like we're just barely scratching the surface of this because it is such a bear of a topic. I mean, parenting, step parenting, dog parenting, these are all like we could tease these out into many, many episodes. Yeah, absolutely. I think it was a good intro and we can kind of do some spinoffs and dive in a little deeper, spend some time talking in more detail about step parenting and all of that good stuff. But I do think we should transition and start kind of wrapping it up with Melissa's Dirty Secrets. Welcome to Melissa Simonian's Dirty Secrets portion of Slowing Down with the Simonians, brought to you by Mattel. <laughs> I feel like she, we need a jingle, like Melissa's Dirty Secrets. <laughs> yeah, you did D sleaze again. <laughs> oh, I did? Yeah. Um, also, as we were discussing this, I was wondering what she would say, what she would have to contribute if she were in this podcast. Cause I don't know that she, she definitely relates to dog parenting, but I don't, she's definitely not a kid person. Right. And well, she would not be mad at me for saying that cause it's the truth and she really owns it. Yeah. So you're saying that that wasn't a dirty secret. That's just a normal fact about Melissa. I mean, it, I can make that my dirty secret because I've already said it out loud, but yeah, I think if she's going to be absent for any podcast episode, it would be this one because I feel like this is not in her wheelhouse. That's true. Did she ever change a diaper for you? I think maybe she did once like three years ago with mom's help. Funny. Um, But that was very much like mom saying, okay, Melissa, like let's change the diaper. You know, she didn't just, like, get up and do it on her own. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel a huge turd in this. <laughs> Let me um, be helpful. Yeah, no, that wasn't the case. But I I think that her contribution would have been maybe just asking questions, asking good questions that maybe we wouldn't think of since we're so in it. Okay, well, my, I think my dirty secret about Melissa Um, I can think of a couple. Hmm. Are we just doing one? Yeah, just do one. Just do one. We We don't want to harass her. (laughs) We need to save some because I have a feeling we're going to need a lot. We're already at risk of being sued for defamation. (laughs) Not to be confused with defecation. Right. (laughs) So my dirty secret about Melissa is that she was obsessed with Walker, Texas Ranger when she was younger. Cringe. <laughs> Big cringe. Yeah. If that wasn't a telltale sign, I don't know what is. Um, do you have another one or is yours gonna be that she doesn't like kids or that she's not 
good with kids. She likes kids. She's just not a kid person. Correct. Um, yeah, I'll leave it at that because I don't want her to feel like we're picking on her. Yeah, we're not. I mean, we're only sort of putting her on blast because she's absent again from her own podcast. Right. But I think she enjoys the negative attention. <laughs> okay. Well, let's leave it at that. Okay, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us this episode of Slowing Down with the Simonians. Until next time. Hey guys, it's Laura popping in just to say thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying our show so far, we would love and be so grateful if you would leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It can be super quick. It can be one word or one short sentence. And as an incentive to do this for us, we have a giveaway going on on our Instagram page. It's running from September 28th through October 5th. So you have a whole week to enter. To enter, you have to leave us a review. Make sure you're following us on Instagram and tag two friends in our Instagram comments who would also enjoy the show. So we will be announcing the winner next week on October 7th, and we have some really cool products we're giving away. So enter for your chance to win a 2021 Passion Planner, a Fall Mug, a Maui sticker, and my favorite doTERRA face mask. So we would be eternally grateful for you guys if you could do that for us. And we just so appreciate you and all the support. Thanks, guys.